0: And welcome, everybody, to a special episode of the AnimaniCast. And welcome, everybody, once again to the AnimaniCast. This is the podcast that, of course, is dedicated. To the animated television series Animaniacs, as well as other shows in the Rugerverse, such as Tiny Toon Adventures, Pinky the Brain, and Freakazoid. But today, we're talking about adventures in animaniac fandom. I don't know what to say about it, but Nathan and I went on some trips recently, and we're gonna talk to you all about it. That's right. I am Joey, and joining me once again is my brother, Nathan. Road trip. Yay. Road trip and air trip. And yes, Kelly is not with us today because, well, she didn't I'm, go with us on the road She didn't go trip, with us. So. She, has no, <laughs> she has no say in these things. She was invited, of course, but, you know, going across the country from Georgia to Arizona is a... Then to go on a road trip from there. Yeah. <laughs> she was busy with Dragon Con and with all these other things. And no, no, no. It's I know we, we would have loved to have Kelly go along with us, but that, of course, you know, realistically. And then the COVID-19,
1: happen? the... the Next virus is out, you know, there's always
0: a new virus, the Delta always variant. A new, and, like, isn't it great? It's the yeah. gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> it's the COVID-19. Uh, great, great thing. Uh, well, at any rate, uh, yes, we are here. We're going to talk to you folks all about our fun trip up to Phoenix to go see Animaniacs in concert. And then a couple weeks later to Salt Lake Fan X. Ooh, we took a trip to Salt Lake. Salt Lake convention. Yes. And we got to see uh, Rob Paulson and Jess Harnell and Maurice LaMarche and Jim Cummings and Frank Welker and some other voice actors as well, which we'll talk yeah. about. Uh, some other Animaniacs fans and some other cartoon fans. It, it, was, a, it was a really fun trip. Uh, Nathan, if you could, let's try. We usually describe cartoons in just one word, in a few words, <laughs> I should say. But if you were to describe <laughs> our trips to Phoenix and Salt Lake City in just a few words, what would you say? It's like that movie, Tommy Boy. Oh, uh, yeah. Just
1: <laughs> I was eating m ms I poured it all
0: into Joey's car on accident. <laughs> it was a rental, uh, so it was OK. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was just like Tommy Boy. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, it was a it was a fun trip. We had we uh Let's. I guess let's go ahead and talk about the f- the first uh, mini trip. I guess you could say it was really just you know it was a quick afternoon evening deal. We yeah. went up to go see Animaniacs in concert up in Phoenix, and uh, we took our friend Jason Hunt with us. Jason's one of the hosts of the Wampas Lair podcast, which. If you're Ooh, into Star, Star Wars, Wars. yeah, it's if you're into Star, Star Wars, Star Wars like, yeah, Star Wars would be affecting our trip in some way in Salt Lake City, which we'll have to talk about a little later. That's <laughs> a fun thing, but yes, uh, Nathan and I, of course, are Star Wars fans as well. So, you know, anytime we get Jason around us to just kind of talk Star Wars to, to mix up the conversation, mm-hmm. uh, is always a bonus. Uh, but uh, we w- headed up to Phoenix all together, and well we started our journey off with a quick uh, bite to eat over at the what was it the five and diner i think is yeah it's just called. a generic kind of 50s place i think yeah, we had a some g- generic it was like a denny's but like with a 50s vibe to it yeah the we, shape we, of a what like a, like a what it what was those? like a trailer or something trailer, yeah, <laughs> yeah one of those like a yeah. trailer kind of thing so let's go ahead and Get to some audio. Yeah, we here. recorded some, right? Yes, yeah. we pre recorded our little bit of our conversation talking about <laughs> what we were looking forward to the most. So let's go ahead and listen to this audio live <laughs> on tape from the five and diner. All right. Hello everybody. We're here and uh we're we're getting ready for Animaniacs in concert. Say that again. Oh, we're waiting for Rob to show up and Randy. Um
1: we're at the Five and Diner. We assume. They're they going to come here any moment, right? I mean,
0: like, they got to. But, yes, we are. <laughs> we're at the Five and Dine, Diner. We're, we're you know, we're in Phoenix, Arizona. We're waiting for the the show to begin. And right down the road, there's the Five and Diner. Which is a nice little, you know, 50s diner kind of setup going on. Some cool cool background noise going on with all the, the stuff. Because it's a pretty small diner. It's very nice. But a good place to hang out beforehand.
1: Yeah, there's like 10 people here. And, yeah, it's um, it's
0: actually just a sound effects that Joey bought. <laughs> Pretty good. And, and, of course, we're not here alone, though. We have our good old friend Jason Hunt from the Wampa's Lair podcast. Hi, Jason. Oh, I, I had to scooch all the way around the booth here just to get close enough for the microphone. Hi, how are you? Doing good, yes. Yeah, so we're we're in the corner booth, around corner booth right here, getting ready. So, so Jason, you you've seen Animaniacs in concert before because you you had to take Nathan's ticket beforehand. Yeah. Yes, I did. Uh, that was back in Tucson. Oh gosh, I don't know, three four years ago, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, and yeah, Nathan was unable to go that time, but now Jason's here with me and nathan and we're all here together to see it in phoenix so yay
1: yeah i, I've, I saw it once in san diego so we've all seen it
0: once except joey who's seen it mm, two two oh, times is that it's a trunce yeah. as i saw it in tucson and then uh san diego and of course they had an online one as well so this will be my two thrice thrice and a half sort of seeing it so it's a great show i'm really excited to, to to see it once again and we have we have nice seats and should be a fun fun time what what any any song that you're looking forward to hearing once again nathan uh for this experience no no <laughs> i want to hear the um everything getting smaller
1: song again because i remember really enjoying that one and it was a new song and i I
0: want to see if they bring it back. Yes, I I hope they play that song again. I hope we hear it in the upcoming season of the reboot. And Jason, what are you looking forward to? Oh, it's a classic and everyone's going to say it, but countries of the world, you know, it's just impressive. It's very, very impressive to hear and see it done live. Did you know that Maurice LaMarche is going to be here tonight? I saw something about that and I was like, oh, really? He's going to be there. And I got very excited, so... Yes, because he had, yeah, when the Tucson show, it was just Randy and Rob, but now we're spoiling him. Okay, so it should be a lot of it, a lot of, a lot of not a bit fun. So let's uh, have, have some quick dinner and then we'll be inside the theater.
1: So how about that? That was some, wow, you get some good. It's uh, even better than I remember.
0: Oh boy. <laughs> I had a Reuben. I had a Reuben sandwich. <laughs> it was pretty good, not bad.
1: I had a burger. I was like, oh, I'll get it medium rare. It was way too rare. Like, oh, I would, know like, like, when you're yeah. at a
0: diner like that, you're like, maybe a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I was like, because usually you get medium rare, they give you like medium or medium well. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And but but they, they like... did.
0: They gave you rares. <laughs> yeah, don't order I a rare, rare burger. Maybe the more the, red. Yeah. It's probably the most the rare burger I've ever had. And I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, but it was it was still nice food. And it was a great, of course, most importantly a great concert. Uh, It was Animaniacs in concert with Rob Paulson, Randy Rogel and Maurice LaMarche. And uh, I mean, I don't know there's, it's a, it's a two act show when they do it, uh, uh, you know, live in front of an audience. Uh, There was no Q and a or any kind of meet and greet afterwards, which I think was kind of, I think it was understandable. There wasn't any, uh, when I purchased the tickets, there were no like VIP Level tickets, which yeah. made me think right away, I don't think there's going to be a meet and greet afterwards. And then again, it's the Delta variants like. Exactly. Uh, high and the, that was like- the most important thing. Like, do they really want to necessarily do that? I will say that the, uh, the folks at the theater were very good at uh, enforcing a mask policy like they mm-hmm. had very prominent signs saying hey if you are in this theater I had to tell Joey like six or seven times <laughs> no, <and> he, no. <laughs> they, they they said if you were in this theater you are wearing a mask and yeah. they had signs everywhere up and it, so that was nice to see and then people were doing a good job at uh, at wearing those masks you know especially which is especially kind of hard to do i think when you're constantly cheering and and stuff like yeah that. But, well there was a lot of people
1: that had uh like Animaniacs masks too, so it was kind of fun. It was an yeah, extra chance to show your merch yeah. or show your see like what, see who has the like. cool masks on. Yeah, and stuff. Um, um, but remember, yeah, don't take show. pictures of the uh, piano. Was very important.
0: <laughs> That's right. <It> like, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that. Yes, before we, and you could see this picture on our Instagram. We. We took a picture, Nathan and I, were like, ooh, we're like the second, we're like the third row back, I think. Yeah, so, so like, like right center, like right in front of the piano, yeah. let's take a picture. You can see the stage a, behind us, yeah. Yeah, do a cool selfie, and, and then some other people said, oh, that looked kind of cool, that's a good idea. And so they started doing it. Immediately the security came out and said, Can you please put your phones away? The the No pictures. No pictures allowed on, on, on request and again, of it's the all you see is a piano on yeah. the stage. I was like, no, Rob and Randy were not on stage. Um <laughs> but the guy made sure to shut those people down. But well, we got our picture in. So
1: yeah, exactly. We oh. already
0: posted it. What are we gonna do? Delete <laughs> it off Instagram? No.
1: We would never we have never deleted anything off Instagram. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wait a minute you've you been messing around with the instagram page <laughs> anyway yeah so anyway it's a very good show um uh as always um what was the highlight for you for the uh the concert um, i like when they were singing songs oh good good yeah yeah they would was talk
1: there? they would talk sometimes but i like when they were singing more that's a good
0: point Maurice Lamarche coming out was always very nice. They did that uh, little kind of pinky the brain tune to uh, We're gonna, you know, take over the world, Mm -hmm. which is always awesome to hear. Yeah. He came back for the
1: encore kind of thing too with the whole uh, who's on first, but with
0: Turkey and Hungary. Right. And (laughs) I will say Maurice was much more animated than we'd seen him in the previous performance. He seemed like he was having... Um, I've seen him
1: more animated in Animaniacs. Oh, ah, good point. Um, Like,
0: as the brain, he's very animated. (laughs) Well, he was... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, he was was really getting into it. It was really nice to see him kind of bopping up and down and and, and having a good time. And Uh, uh,
1: they had some fun uh, little quips of, uh, I've been a-thinkin'. Uh, I don't know the whole brain talking and <laughs> in a southern, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I've been a thinking,
0: I've been, a, thi- thi- I've been a thinking, Pinky. Oh
2: my gosh, you guys, thank you so much. Oh, my God. Yes. oh, great, yes, <laughs>
3: <thinking>. <laughs> yes
2: because this Apple's World song has got me a thinking. <laughs>
3: You're so folksy
2: when you say (laughs) What it has me thinking is that if we're going to take over the world, we have to take over every one of those countries. Which one do we take over first? United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama? (laughs) Haiti. I
3: don't know
4: about you, Ray, but
3: I'm feeling hungry.
2: Hungry. Yeah. <laughs> How about turkey? Ooh, turkey sounds great! <laughs> so we should start with turkey then? Oh,
4: I like turkey.
2: Not hungry?
4: Well, no, not to of turkey. <laughs>
2: when would we go for hungry then?
4: Why don't you want to be hungry?
2: Well, that's beside the point. I think you, the Hungarians seem to like it. Who? The Hungarians. They like being hungry. Oh,
4: they do?
2: Yes. They like being hungry? Yes. <laughs> that's just crazy. Why they've been hungry for a thousand years? <laughs> a thousand years eight. Yeah, don't they ever eat? They must be really skinny. A silly question. Of course they eat. Then why are they still hungry? Because <laughs> they're hungry. Yeah. Uh,
0: but yes, I think the I think the song that we both like the most, however, was the one that we are hoping to hear in the upcoming season of Animaniacs, and of course, Nations of the World. No, no. no. <laughs> that is always fun, but. <laughs> uh, I think it's it's got to be. I I don't know the title of this song. I I think it's we're it can't get it smaller it, than that. Can't something. get smaller than that. I think is the title yeah. of the song. It's, it's that's good my as title any. for it. Yeah, it's good as any title. Uh, so let's go ahead and play a quick clip of uh, that right now because it's such a cool song.
3: Make it a calypso
1: number.
3: Why not? Everyone knows. The universe goes forever out into space without no end. It seems, my friend, it's one big infinite And the infinite star is one small dot we call the Earth you
4: see. And on the surface of specks, just tiny little flecks, and that would be UN. And it don't get no
3: smaller than that, my friend. It don't get no smaller than that.
2: You got the universe And you and me. It don't get no smaller than that.
4: Ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> you and me. The buzzing bee
2: is just as small as a thing can be.
3: And to a bee, a flea is really tiny. So small, is it me? Or to be or to flee. And it don't get no smaller than that, my friend. It don't get no smaller than that. When you're the size of a bee, it simply must be. It don't get no smaller than that. Lee and me, we turn out to be another thing called molecule C. They're so small that in a drop or two, there's a million, billion, trillion, so it must be. That you can't
4: get no smaller than that, no, no, no. You can't get no smaller than that. When you're a molecule
3: friend, that is the end. You can't, you can't get no smaller than that.
2: But there are atoms inside all the <laughs> molecules. Yes, how many? So many that you can't
3: even guess. Electrons, <laughs> protons, neutrons too. This time for sure, it's gotta be true. That and you can't can get, get no smaller <laughs> than that. Smaller than that. When you can't do the atom, says
2: Miss Curie, madam, you can't.
3: Do it, <laughs> everybody hollering,
4: can't get no smaller
2: than that. Then yeah. 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 yeah, he walks up carrying an envelope and he says to Wacker and Don, Hey,
3: you guys, the producers just heard our song, and based on that, here is our paycheck. And they look at the paychecks <laughs> and they
1: go don't
0: get Well, uh, if I if I were to say one thing after seeing Animaniacs in concert is that. I, as much as I love this show, and I really do love this show, um, I think it's there are certain parts that are in need of an update. Yeah, I mean, if you haven't seen it, it's perfect. Oh yeah, like, if you perfect, haven't seen it, it before, then it's they, the thing is, Rob and Randy have their routine down, and yeah. they know they they got it down, and they know when the laugh is going to be. They know it's a it's like a scripted, you know, uh, mm-hmm. banter portions a lot a lot of it you know obviously not everything um but when you when you see it a couple times you you kind of you you know what's happening next it wasn't you already know the joke you know what song is gonna come next you know like
1: yeah right it'd be nice to if they kind of um i think they should cycle in a couple
0: more randy songs that yeah like and and there's a lot of randy songs that they could mm -hmm. do i mean i'm not expecting them to do um The presidents. I know a lot of people want them to sing the presidents, which is an awesome song. But I think the way that the political climate is right now, I mean, let's face it. The song ends on with Donald Trump and then Joe Biden, and either way, you're going to get people booing or cheering for either one of those two. Well, even if they
1: ended it just with, uh, you know, Clinton's first name, Hillary, kind of thing, like that would also get a boo or uh, you know, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, exactly. A, the, the, like, the
0: Clintons, Bill, and Hillary or whatever they yeah. s- want to say, whichever version. Yeah, there would be a lot of Clinton haters out there as well. So, you know, the way that that – I don't think that's ever going to happen. But we were talking about like, uh, for example, the um, the, the Sense – I think the Senses song is one that's written mm-hmm. by Randy. That would be mistaken. one. Yeah, the Senses song. Uh, the the – uh, Be careful what you eat. Be careful what you eat. That's a not, another awesome song. Yeah, that, let's get those in there. You know, um, certain songs like um, La Dot or La Dot. I love hearing both versions of those, and I think that's great to keep in, no matter what. Yeah, and if but, there's, I don't know if there's other songs that have different versions, different song. Would... Yeah, different. Uh, yeah, are there any other ones? Like, I, I, I'm curious. And even like just the clip that I kind of cut away to with the show. I'm cute, and mm-hmm. how it goes from piano to orchestra to the final cartoon version um i mean we could do a different song right there it doesn't have do to do the multiplication be. song yeah <laughs> there's there i mean there's a lot of different ones right so yeah um yeah and i think there's also a few songs that they didn't necessarily do i seem to remember them doing no i guess they did there was, there's only one of you in this one yeah they didn't yeah, do they did. wackos america but they only did that because uh Jess, Jess there. Yeah, Jess uh, was at the San Diego one that we went to. So I so had a know. lot of it's fun just, hearing that one. It seems to be <laughs> It seems to me like uh we were talking afterwards like as much as I love the hysteria songs, um maybe I think they do two or three. Like maybe do one. You know. Yeah, just, I, I would do the uh, stabbed in the back think, Yeah, my favorite, me too. That's, that's one I always one think I of.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh
0: but anyway, so there's so it's a great show. I would just kind of um I would hope for upcoming performances that I personally see <laughs> to see uh, a few new things pop up and everything which I'm sure will happen as you know hopefully is more songs cuz they they're doing these shows you would think for their own enjoyment it's kind of fun to do some
1: extra songs I mean, too or some yeah, change it up a you little bit
0: try, I mean and they do Whenever you know Mo was on the with them or yeah, whenever so that's always. I think it's more fun for them. So yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see how that show. You know, as it it was their first time back. It was really cool Mm -hmm. to be back with them at kind of the reopening of Animaniacs in concert because they're about to go around the country uh, once again, of course, and hopefully as long as COVID doesn't get. Uh, even worse then they will, those plans will stay in intact in and then they'll be able to meet people and it should be fun. Yeah. Um, but well, there was, there was no meet and greet afterwards. We did see Randy after the show real quick just to say, Hey Randy. And you know, thanks for coming on our show and yada, 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 get
1: but really nothing, get-
0: nothing really to record or <laughs> anything like that. But we did record a quick little hello with one of our listeners listeners of the show, and that's Cameron. Ooh, and we actually I remember. Yeah. Well, I actually talked to Cameron when at our first Animaniacs and concert. Well, you weren't there, Nathan, but I was there. And I she was in the Tucson crowd, so I got to talk to her there. But I used such a horrible audio equipment for it that I never I maybe I still have it saved somewhere, but it's bad. Uh, so probably we'll never see we'll make that a Patreon exclusive right there mm. torture them with that I'm sure they'll love that no probably not. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, let's go ahead and listen to Cameron and uh, listen to our conversation Real. Quick. I'm here with Cameron Cameron has been a listener to our show for quite some time I would say is that true yes, yes indeed I'm so glad you were able to come up here to Phoenix and, and see it now I, this is the second time you saw it I think I actually talked to you in Tucson, but unfortunately the audio was so horrible I had to trash your interview. So this is your, this is your big opportunity. What are your thoughts on Animaniacs Live, or Animaniacs, Animaniacs in concert, I should say?
1: I loved it.
4: It was great.
0: What's the highlight for you?
4: I liked it when uh, Pinky and the Brain came out and did their sort of who's on first thing with Hungary and Greece, all the different countries. That, yeah. It was unexpected.
0: Yeah, totally. I know, it just like got got the whole crowd like, Whoa, what's this?" It was almost like a, a little bonus feature at the end of the thing. And I got to I got to compliment your retro mask that you're wearing right now. Where did how did you get this uh, made? Or how did this come about?
4: Oh. Um it was from someone from an Animaniacs Facebook group. They had a uh, old fabric that they were making masks out of and um we asked them to make some for us and they sent them to us.
0: It looks fantastic. I love it. It has has a wacko with a gookie right in the center. It's fantastic. So great job to, you know, whoever your your personal face mask maker is, they did a fantastic job. They should be proud. You you look fantastic today with your wonderful mask. Thank you. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for coming by. Thanks for listening to our show.
4: You're welcome. Thank you. All right.
0: Well, we are here recording the after show. And... It, we're in the lovely lobby of the Madison Arts Center. And I'm here with Nathan. And Nathan Lane. And Nathan Lane, who you probably can't hear over the... We, on, on, on the intercom, we're playing Nathan Lane. Uh, and Nathan's here. And Jason. Hello. Yes. there have been like, a lot of like uh, Broadway, kind of musically kind of stuff in the intermission. A lot of singing in the rain. Which, of course, we told Jason that, of course, the original tune to Pinky and the Brain... Was the tune of "Singing in the Rain"? Ooh, that's trivia. So anyway, <laughs> what did you guys think? What did you What did you think of the show?
1: Oh man, it was so good. Uh, Maurice Lamarche is even brought up his show even more since the last time I saw him, and just um, I just love all these songs. Randy's uh, amazing uh, composer—is that the right word? <laughs>
0: Songwriter. Yeah. All of it. All of it. All of it. Yes. Yeah. Jason, is there a particular highlight for you? Oh, um, honestly, the the who's on first skit that
4: the uh, Mo and Rob did after the uh, Yakko's World
0: song was amazing and unexpected. So I thoroughly enjoyed that. Yes, I, I, that's that's uh, that's something that I, I hope maybe someday might actually appear on be animated. So it's a great show. Um, I mean, again, like I said. Uh, as much as I, as a as someone who's seen the show, has seen the show now multiple times in different formats, uh, of course I I want to see new stuff. But for those people who have never seen it, uh, it's absolutely worth uh, going down there, uh, seeing Rob and Randy perform live, seeing other fans of uh, animaniacs all together and having a great time. It's absolutely worth uh, checking it out, and so. You should go to animaniacslive.com.
1: Yeah. Even if you've
0: seen it before, if it's been a while, you may have gotten some of the. Animaniacs in concert. Check it out. Animaniacslive.com. You can find out uh, where they're coming to a town near you. And then, just a couple weeks later, we went to Salt Lake City for Fan X. Ooh. This was. For me and Nathan, this was the biggest Comic-Con I have ever gone to. Yes, for me, it was the biggest one Joey's ever gone to. Yes, for me and Nathan, (laughs) it was the biggest I have ever gone to. But Nathan, for you... No, I've been to bigger... (laughs) (laughs) No, I think Nathan, Nathan, the biggest one you've gone to is probably Phoenix, I'm assuming, Yeah, before this, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Nathan and I have gone to Phoenix Comic-Con or whatever they call it, Fan Fusion at this point. Right. I call it Phoenix <laughs> Comic Con, so. <laughs> yeah, I think most people <laughs> you do. You can call it what you want. Yes. Uh, uh, but yes, it, in Phoenix, uh, Fan Fusion or whatever it is, is already a very big con. Like it takes up a, it takes up the, the entire, you know, every floor of the convention center. But the Salt Lake City Convention Center is much bigger. I would say probably twice the size. Oh, well, maybe. I don't know. Phoenix. I was just guesstimating. Yeah, I'd have uh, to go back. I can't remember.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say fifty percent bigger, but oh well, yeah, it's, it's twice it's, as big as a big I number. Will,
0: the floor itself, with the, I know, where the vendors were—boy, mm-hmm. that was big. Well, Nathan and I have made it. We're here in Salt Lake City, and we are finally at Fanex in Salt Lake City. And we got here just a few hours ago and we've been pretty busy, haven't we, Nathan? This is true. We went to at least two panels that I can remember and now we're on the floor. Yeah, we're finally, we're on the, we're on the floor. We, uh... Joey, get up! Get up! uh, uh, Okay. (laughs) Okay, uh, now I'm walking. Okay. So my feet are on the floor now. Okay. Let's talk about the floor right here. This, this is the convention floor. We're kind of in a, an empty space right now where we can actually talk. but it's it's huge. Oh yeah, it's like giant. Sorry, I thought someone was waving at me, but no. no. It's... <laughs> I thought so. Somebody was too. You waved at somebody, and then I looked over there, and I was like, I don't see anybody waving back at you. <laughs> well, Nathan, well, th- I didn't know them, but I was like, <laughs> oh, wave at me, maybe but... Nathan has delusions of grandeur. He always he already thinks he's the celebrity here at the at the con. Um, so it, it's a it's this is a very big con. This is about. We're used to Phoenix Comic-Con being the big con for us. Um, I would say the floor is roughly twice as big. Yeah,
1: it's it's about twice the size of Phoenix Comic-Con. We haven't even gotten to the end of it. <laughs>
0: right. Like, it, it really is huge. It really is huge. It, it's, it's really quite amazing. Um, so we're just kind of doing our preliminary kind of tour around here. Uh, say hi to some artists that we know, things like that. And uh, have some fun. This is just our first day, so we're just kind of getting our feet wet as it were just to kind of see where everything is and then tomorrow we can really once we figure out where the heck we are we can maybe we can actually figure out some stuff to do around here um they had a humongous artist alley um you know lots of lots of great artists there showing off their work uh a lot of cosplayers and um not as many you know again it it's not the, not the fault of the con or anything like that. I was I was a little disappointed there wasn't as many uh, people selling collectibles and toys and mm-hmm. stuff. It was a lot of, you know, art uh, posters and some of it was, you know, the artists and some of it was, you know, the artist hires of, you know, an agency to basically, you know. Go to different cons throughout the country. Yeah, the artist lives in Toledo, Ohio, and never leaves. Perhaps and just as everybody else do all the selling for them. But whatever the case may be, um, there was a lot of art. Uh, not not as much collectibles, but whatever. Let's talk about the the celebrities that were there because there were quite a few. Um, there was, of course, we mentioned Rob and Tress and Jess
1: mm-hmm. and
0: uh, Maurice and uh, Jim Cummings and Frank Welker. Whom I've got an autograph from Frank Welker. I was very excited about that. Um, I did invite him on the Animaniacast. I seriously doubt he'll be able to come on. Did you say Robin, Tress, and Jess? Did I say Tress? Tress wasn't there. (laughs) No, so I was like, what? Tress was going to be there, but could not. Canceled, unfortunately, at the end. I was just like processing. I'm like, I know. (laughs) (laughs) You know. I'm like, wait. But really? I did get Frank's I did get Frank Welker's autograph, uh mm-hmm. which was cool. He was a very nice very nice guy. And uh he was not doing giving, giving like uh I guess personalized autographs or something. He wasn't gonna write or like names. Recordings even or yeah. Yeah, no recordings or things like that. We um, didn't
1: try to record him at all, did we? <laughs>
0: I, I think I may have, but I don't no never. No I'm sure it didn't
1: turn out. <laughs> I'm sure it didn't turn out good at all. And we should not play because he'll uh, sue us. Or sue no. us for everything we're worth.
0: <laughs> Five cents. Because uh, no, he listens. <laughs> 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 no, we, we we did invite Frank on the show and then again, I didn't. And here he is. Nope, way. Uh, Anything? <laughs> I didn't tell you. Oh, he's but he's not saying anything. Oh no, he's very shy. All Aww. right, thanks, thanks, Frank. <laughs> he's just waving at me on the camera. That's weird. <laughs> it's really nice. He says he won't do audio, so oh, that's true. Okay, he says well. that. He's yeah, no okay. us <laughs> See what we can do about that. Uh, but at any rate, it was it was great meeting him. He's a very nice guy. But we did go to some great panels as well. Uh, let's go. I, I have not starred on my app. Um, mm-hmm. So we went, we first got into the con on Friday and let's see, we got to the, you know, being <clears throat> well-established members of the media for RetroZap and everything. Mm-hmm. Got to get our own little special entrance. Well, we um, got our, you should mention our favorite food place that we went to right before.
1: Ooh, yes. You know, this is like Royal Burgers. Crown, uh,
0: <laughs> Crown Burger. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. it's
1: Crown Burger. So that Crown was Crown Burger. Like, okay.
0: So here's I a just want to tip
1: throw that out there. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Here's
0: your here's your tip, ladies and gentlemen. If you're going to Salt Lake Fan X, hopefully they have <laughs> this deal it deal next year. Yeah. So we you got get, this. Yeah. Get in there around, you know. I guess you know, if there's they do they a lot of places that give you two hours of free parking, right? Mm-hmm. So you get there around nine-ish, right? Yeah. You 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 park. You go to your you go to your ten o'clock panel or, or whatever that you, if you, there's a ten o'clock panel, and then you take your car and you drive a few blocks down to Crown Burger because and have some lunch, get your lunch, and they'll give you free parking if you spend twenty it, ducks twenty ducks no twenty bucks <laughs> on food. <laughs> And that's what we did, and it was really good too. And the
1: inside was uh, all cool and decked out. It was all like
0: it was a very different kind of uh, fast food restaurant, where it's like a a, a split level fast food place with green floral uh, kind of royal chandeliers, fireplace, grandfather clock, statues
1: on the wall. Yeah, so it's like
0: it was very classy. Yeah. Yeah, it was real. It's the classiest burger joint I've ever been in. But actually, the food was really, really good too. And uh, so I, I know that was like, we were talking about our highlights afterwards. We were all talking about Crown Burger. Yeah. Talking to so all I was like, friends. Oh, we don't want to pass that up. So, anyways, okay. But now got we're going to into the con. Crown Crown burger. <laughs> then we went to the con. So then we went into the media entrance, got our passes. And the first panel that we went to was a really nice panel, it was in their huge grand ballroom. Mm-hmm. And this was with Ash- Ashley Eckstein and Brett Ewan. Ewan? Which I never,
1: I didn't know either of those names.
0: But. Oh, you didn't know? Well, Nathan doesn't know Ashley Eckstein, which I am shocked. But, of course, she does the voice of Ahsoka Tano on the yeah, Clone Wars. Yeah, I'm sure War, there's plenty starter. of listeners, too, that wouldn't know that off the top there. No. Well, no. <laughs> uh, and Brett Ewan, well, I'm totally mispronouncing his name, but he's, he's relatively, uh, I think he's less known because he's, kind of new into the voice acting uh field for the most part he's Mm -hmm. the voice of mickey mouse uh so we got to learn about how he became the voice of mickey mouse which is actually very interesting got to Mm -hmm. hear a little bit about their inspirational story about how they got into it brett's way that he got involved into voice acting is it's cuckoo yeah it's (laughs) completely against how people are supposed to quote unquote supposed to get into voice acting
4: (laughs)
2: been doing the voice
4: of Mickey for what, 11 years? 12 years. 12 years. Wow. Yeah. So there's a lot of 12 and under. <laughs> <sighs> it's a weird organization. It really is. Um, anyway, so you did the voice sampling. You, you literally called in and, and left, left your Mickey message. So I remember I was like, I was so nervous. I went to the, the quietest spot I could find in my house, which was my attic. <laughs> it was an unfinished attic. What was I thinking? I went up to my attic, like Rapunzel over here. I was like, yes. climb up to my tower and record my voicemail. Went up there and I was like, I just brought this is my Mickey Mouse impression. Oh boy! Ah, ah, ah. Okay, thank you, bye bye. I, I literally remember I was like, I don't think any of that was legible. But some time went by, similar to me writing that letter to the Disney Studios few weeks go by, and eventually I'm driving home from work and I get a call from an 818 area code, which I knew was LA, because I'm from Southern California, like I mentioned. And I answered, like, hello? Oh, hi, this is Disney Character Voices. We loved your audition. We're holding callback auditions right now in studio. We just want to know, when can we get you in? What part of California are you in? And I was like, uh, I'm in Missouri. <laughs> Missouri, California? No, Um, and then the Disney nerd in me made sure to tell them But
3: I'm blocks away from Walt
4: Disney's Laughgram studio! Like, I, you know, hello! And they're like, that's nice, kid, um We're gonna have to call you back They did eventually call me back I got the in-studio audition First time in a recording studio ever Um, and, yeah, did that um, on that day, you know, they explained to me again This is an understudy position, Wayne Allwine is the voice of Mickey Mouse We're looking for someone who's willing to to learn from him and and take on this role slowly, which I was so excited about. And they said, you know, uh, Wayne has been having some health issues, he went into the hospital today. Um, Unfortunately, he never came out of the hospital, and nobody anticipated that. So before the casting call, or the casting was decided, Wayne passed away. And it went from an understudy to, you know, Mickey needed to continue working. Um, and so again, I got a call and they said, we'd love to start trying you out. And so I was commuting from Kansas City out to Burbank, um, about every other week to work on projects. Um, and on my second trip out there, my first few projects were Disney on ice shows, um, some stuff for the theme parks. And at the end of the, I think it was the second day I was out there, they sat me down and they said, we really love what you're doing. We'd love to offer you this role if you'd like it, <laughs> and you need to move out to LA. And I said, "Gee, thanks, but no thanks." <laughs> and I want, <walked>, I want. <laughs> I just wanted to see how you react
3: to one who found that funny. <laughs> it was
4: meant for you. <laughs> anyway, obviously, I said yes, and that's the end of my story. <laughs>
0: Just despite all odds, basically he got the part, which is really cool. So obviously now he lives in L.A. because you got to if you're going to be doing mm-hmm. voice acting with those. Unless you're already an extremely established voice actor, uh, then maybe you can live in a different state and just you know send it in digitally. <laughs> um, but at any rate, after after that, uh, we let's see what we we checked out a, a Disney afternoon panel. Yeah, and that one
1: actually had some people from Animaniacs on So
0: Yes, it had, had Rob and, uh, and Maurice and Jess and Jim Cummings in mm-hmm. it, um, as well as, uh, I think, the, the host of the uh, Saturday morning two ah. podcast, and I'm forgetting his name. Uh, but it was a nice panel. It, it started a little bit late. Yeah, um, and then it was all of- Q&A yeah it was all q a it, it was it, it was not like a a panel that was like the the moderators had something set up where they're going to ask the questions they went right to the audience which i well, noticed that, that happened a few times with uh with the yeah. panels mm-hmm. which like was, that one was
1: one the, mo- the original moderator was someone else and then they handed it off to him right so that so, he so he's like, like uh okay and then so it just turned into a Exactly, it turned it into something a. else.
4: Would you be willing to talk about your experiences working on Disney's The 7D?
3: Um, oh, The 7D. The 7D? Wow, I that wow. a lot. I only did a few of them. By the way, I gotta just say, you know, we meet so many people at these at these things, and a lot of you guys just stand out for reasons, and you are an exceptional young man. Mm-hmm. I, I so uh-huh. enjoyed talking with you and your sweetness and your generosity. Thank you very, very much for yeah, being here. You're you. just lovely, Eliza. Yeah, hey, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's very, very true. And she flossed, yeah. And she's good, <laughs> she Thank you for she's that. She's having us on our <laughs> toes, man. Um, okay, uh, well, your experience on the 70, you want to go for it first? Well, um,. Uh,
2: um suddenly William Shannon came out uh, You know the great thing about getting getting to work on 7D was a reunion with Tom Ruger. Yeah.
3: Um,
2: brought you Animaniacs and Tiny Tune Adventures. And so he brought that sensibility over to the Disney studios. And it was an irreverent look at the Seven dwarves, <laughs> roughly 20 years before they would meet Snow White. And so they're younger, and they, they look a little more like a Jay Ward cartoon, and I thought that was inspiring. Uh, so there was, a nice, uh, there was a nice twist on it. It was a little more concentrated on the funny rather than the sweetness. And uh, I, got to, uh, I got to do my, uh, my impression of uh, kind of Danny DeVito mixed with my personal real-life friend, Kenny Lombino, and so he just kind of was very this guy right here. That's grumpy. That was the grumpiest voice I could come up with. That's my inner grump <laughs> <laughs> because I'm actually the grumpiest of all the cartoon actors. <laughs> um, and so it was great. The scripts were funny, and uh, you know we had we had um, we had uh, a wonderful uh, voice director in Kelly, um, and we were just we just. Powered on into these irreverent stories, and I love Jess's character, and Jack, because you guys were the villains, uh, and and uh, and uh, you and you and um, uh, uh, Kelly Osborne. Yeah. I'm going okay. Not Ozzy, not Sharon. Uh, both in the whole Osbourne household. Jack, no. Okay, so Kelly, uh, who really did come to the sessions, by the way. I love okay. that you guys were the evil villains, and yet you were in love. Yeah. And a highly functional couple. Yeah. You know, people learn a lot about how to be in a relationship with each other from watching these two evil villains. You know, they were thoughtful, they were considerate of each other, and I just love watching you work on that man.
3: I appreciate, I appreciate that oh You know, evil is an interesting where She was evil, I was basically a moron, which I tend to play that a lot. I don't, I, I, I don't really know what that's all about, but I will tell you, my favorite thing about the 17th, this is a great story, I've never told this at a con before, okay, so they would have me and Kelly record together all the time, because it was her first cartoon, and she'd never done a cartoon, and of course she has that great little voice and everything, and I just, you know, I don't have a filter, and I say whatever's on my mind, so I'd be messing with her from the get-go, and I think she was used to people kind of treating her with kid gloves, and I didn't do that, so we became friends quickly. Well, she made the mistake once of telling me at a session... That her phone was coming up and it said unknown. I said, who is this? She goes, oh, it's just daddy. He doesn't know how to unblock his phone. So it says unknown when he calls me. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, that's good to know. So I started calling her and blocking my number and imitating her dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: good.
3: It was great. It was great. And I call her and she'd be like, hello, daddy. And I go, oh, it isn't coming?" You know, your mom and I are here, so excited. We want you to come over to the house and you know, and she's like, she's like, daddy, fine, I'll stop by the house, I'm like, okay, great, we'll see you soon, okay, come on, so, so, the next day, the next day, she'd come in, and I go, what's going on, she goes, oh, my dad is, you know, he's so, he forgets everything, he goes, he called me, and told me to come to the house, I went over, he wasn't even there, so I kept this going for like three months, man, that was my favorite thing, Robert. That was fantastic.
4: So over the years you've voiced some extremely iconic characters, Thank so you. my question is what is your personal favorite character when people bring it
3: up? Rob Paulson.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> no, you know what, man, listen, listen, this is, you know, I think I speak for all of us. What you just said, first of all, it's so meaningful because It really is a miraculous thing to me, Gabby, that I think about all the time. Me and Jim, we said last night that the only thing harder than being successful in show business is being successful in show business for two years. And the only thing harder than, you know, and it keeps going and it keeps going. So the fact that we've all gotten to interpret iconic characters for one generation and then their kids and then their kids after that and all that kind of stuff, is just it blows my mind. And, you know, it's an easy answer to say that... um, Whatever character is currently making people happy is a favorite of mine, and, and that's the truth. But I think at the end of the day, man, if I had to choose one, it would it would, in fact be wacko. And, there, and, there and, and the reason for that is because it's where it all... I mean, I, I guessed it on some things. My first guest spot ever was on a show with this guy, so I immediately realized there was a high bar to live up to. But i it was my first series... I started at the top with some of the best people in the world to work with, and on top of that, he loves to snack and he never wears pants. So I was like, you know what? <laughs> this is this. There's a lot of stuff going on here. So, and the fact that now with with the reboot of Animaniacs, we're getting to make people happy all over again. It's like hell yeah!
0: And I, at first, thought, you know what? I don't have a question. For them, But then I thought of a good question So I was like, I'm gonna get in line And I was pretty far back And I didn't really have high hopes of getting to it But then, it looked like I might do it, right? Yeah, you're like, oh, you know, you're five people back or something Exactly, but I was like, you know what? I I think this could happen And then, the Star Wars 501st came out of one corner (laughs) And it was kind of awkward Because we... Number one, this happened to me before mm-hmm. in a previous panel when I was doing a Star Wars panel in Phoenix, and the and we got crashed, party crashed by the Star Wars Five Hundred First. And I thought, oh my God, they're back for me. They're here. To- <laughs> they're following me. Uh, but no, mm-hmm. it was it was there. They were here. They were there to induct one of the moderators as a as a uh, honorary Five Hundred First member. But they didn't tell any of the voice actors. That this was happening. In fact, Rob thought, oh, are we supposed to get off the stage right now? So it it was awkward, but it was okay. But unfortunately, because of the Star Wars 501st, that kind of sealed my fate that I wasn't able to ask my question. Yeah. My amazing question. And what was my question? Well, you'll never know. Yeah, I already forgot. So Yeah, exactly. But it was so amazing.
1: Oh, Did boy. you ever watch cartoons? On <laughs> Do you like
0: uh, Saturday afternoons on <laughs> Disney Channel? Well, at any rate, so that, that that still was a nice panel. It was nice to see them all together. Whenever you get um, Jess and and Rob and and Maurice and all those folks all together, it's you know it's just fun to listen. You know, feel the energy off those those folks. Um. So let's see, and I think that's. Basically, oh, we closed out the night, by the way, with a paper, rock, scissors competition where I won the first round against Nathan. Against me, yeah. And then I lost the next round against some random person. (laughs) And then we're like, all right, let's go. Let's go. (laughs) And that was our night. We went out to a sandwich place afterwards and ate some. We do have audio from that. Is there anything usable? Probably not. Probably not. But so we'll just move on. (laughs) <laughs> um <laughs> but saturday Saturday was a, a really a really cool one it started off with uh, uh eating some breakfast and <laughs> a pancake place and then mm-hmm. going off to uh, our first panel which was uh cartoons from the nineties uh yeah it was just called cartoons from the nineties. And uh, it was that was a nice panel. It was um hosted by actually one of the folks who uh listens to our show. Let me get his name real quick because I want to make sure I I get it right. It was Josh Twelves,
1: yes, yeah, it was a very like loose format. Oh, yeah, it was a very loose format.
0: It was just a bunch of people who love Saturday morning cartoons, Mm -hmm. and it was kind of like, hey. So what do you like about Saturday Morning Cartoon? Yeah. And I was just like, oh, remember Doug or something. You know, yeah. I don't know. Just you like, remember this cartoon? Do you remember that cartoon? Like
1: this cartoon for the 90s? Like this one?
0: Like- yeah, it was it was a very informal panel. That's for sure. It really kind of felt like, okay, I'm just listening to some people at a tape. It's kind of like listen to almost like what we're doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> hey, you remember this? You remember that? Yep. Okay. Yeah, all right. Let's move on. Yeah. Uh, but that was the panel. And it was nice. It was a It was a nice panel hmm but I think uh, we also have to mention that the uh we also throughout this uh these couple days that we were there we got to see our friend Mark Aaron who mm-hmm. who of course all of you out there might know him as that's art folks
1: on he Twitter was on this TV.
0: show yeah he was on this show yeah we're talking about our latest in our latest comic book discussion and Mark already wants to get back on the show and do it again so. Crazy He's he's demanding Demanding to be on again uh, So at any rate uh, Mark was there Of course uh, he's always a a delight To to talk with and everything And we were able to Because this is where the perks come in Because Mm -hmm. of being friends with Mark Who is friends With Jess Arnell We were able to get some pretty nice seats Mm -hmm. For uh, the Twisted Tunes panel, which was an uh, awesome. That was a that was the best panel for sure.
1: Absolutely
0: of the trip. So, and uh, I've already posted one video on our YouTube page. I'll, I'll definitely post a couple more on our, you know, YouTube and social media as the the next as my time allows. Uh, but it, I mean, it's just such a, a cool experience. They read from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And, uh, or was it Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? You know, it was kind of back and forth. It was Charlie. I and thought the it Chocolate was just Factory. Willy Wonka. It was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but I think when they showed the script. But then certain things kind of went mm. into Willy Wonka. It kind of depended on the scene. Uh, I don't know. I
1: thought the whole thing was Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I thought the script said Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory,
0: but said said charlie um, i'm pretty darn sure maybe not no charlie uh, was the sequel one right or the remake so the, with, the, uh, yes but there were certain Johnny lines Depp. nathan there were certain i know Willy wonka back and forth as far as i know and <laughs> <laughs> as far as i know i know it back and, forth. and i may not know, I know much and i don't know anything as far as i know i'm absolutely correct and i'm probably 100 right. um, well this I, is also the script which may be different than the movie that's true. That's probably where I might be getting the confusion. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. Well, they read something Willy Wonka or something-ish. Related. I think it was Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. All right. Well, it was funny. You lose! <laughs> you lose, sir! <laughs> uh, it was very funny. Uh, enjoyed it quite a bit. And uh, I, obviously, anytime Twisted Tunes are coming to a con, that's the, you have to see that one. It was a <laughs> full, full... The whole Grand Ballroom was like Full to capacity, yeah. which is like five thousand people yeah. in one room. Which was <sighs> massive. It was pretty cool.
2: The second course is coming up. Roast beef and a baked potato. Mm-hmm.
3: With sour cream. No. <laughs> say this what's for dessert baby <laughs>
2: <laughs> only because it's written here on the script Pinky otherwise I would have to hurt you <laughs> <laughs> dessert oh yes here it comes blueberry pie and cream the most marvelous blueberry pie I've ever tasted
3: hey god brain what is happening to your face
0: Cool it. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was, I mean, pretty much it. I mean, we 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 ate some bad lunch at a place that our friends told us to go to, and it wasn't that good. So I won't even talk about it because also I forget what it was, it was fine. called. It was fine, but it wasn't great. You know how those things happen. Your friends tell you, you got to check out this place. And you're like, okay, we got to go check out this place. wasn't as good as Burger. You no, know, it wasn't. Well, she's just going to <laughs> give burn. me free parking. What are you going to exactly. do? Exactly. Well, at any rate, um, and then we all, you know, wrapped it up that evening with, uh, with a, you know, the cosplay contest before we had to jump back on our flight. Um, mm-hmm. but it was a good, a good journey. Good trip. Let's, let's talk about the things like just in general, the things you really liked about X, things that stood out for you, Nathan. And, um, uh, we, the, we can talk about some of the things that maybe we, we didn't like. Okay. The Loki's. I don't know. That's I could true. I can see so many
1: Loki's. Um
0: and there, was a, there was a cool a bunch of cosplayers who were dressed as Loki. There's a lot yeah. of Loki cosplayers.
1: That's probably my favorite in, in general, it's just the cosplay seeing like everything. Of course, talking tunes is a great highlight. Um and then twisted seeing, tunes, twisted twisted tunes, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and um yeah, just seeing artwork from uh all these amazing artists around. Uh, not just Salt Lake City, but all over the country. So, yeah,
0: so. totally. And, and meeting some of them, I uh, I got some artwork and then mm-hmm. immediately put it up in my school. And people were like, and said, you like, get that. We tried to get the person to come to Phoenix Comic Con. So, it's true. Yeah. I said, Hey, go to Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> I like your stuff. Please go to Phoenix so I could show my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, I will say that it, it was, I loved how big it was. People were incredibly friendly. Uh, I think we should mention uh Mark, for example, there was a very stressful part of the of uh the mm. con at the end right where did, yeah mark the his money that he had been raised from selling his art went missing, yeah, and it was like and we're like someone stole the someone art stole I, you know, someone it. stole his uh, money and it was like Pfft. whatever but, happened, We yeah. don't know the specifics. all we know is. Thank goodness Salt Lake City has a bunch of good people in it because they turned it into Lost and Found. Yeah. And he got so. all his money back. So thank goodness for that. So really nice people. Everyone at the con was super nice. Um, but I think the one thing that Nathan and I were a little concerned about throughout our, our journey going up and down the con and everything like that is, okay, people are wearing masks. This is good. Mm-hmm. but sometimes sometimes not sometimes. Yeah. sometimes they i mean they'd have these signs saying you have to wear a mask if you're going to be coming in here and there were people that were just walking around the con with no mask on well it's cuz it didn't match their costume so i think sometimes that was the case i like tony I stark appreci- doesn't wear a mask unless it's a uh, i know it's it, it it was kind of like look i get it I get it. It's a pain wearing a mask. I don't like to wear a mask. And I I hate it, but I also don't like getting COVID. I would assume I would hate yeah. getting COVID every time I get COVID. I don't every like time it. I'm like, oh man. But it was just like, wear a mask, please. It was getting kind of a. It was kind of ridiculous. Um, how, how did you feel
1: want. about the weapons not being tagged? Were you oh yeah that was upset another thing or how did thing. that
0: yeah. Like, I'm fine with it. I think either way. I guess it's okay <laughs> as long as, I mean, here's the thing. Um, yeah, they did do, they did have a bag check, uh, which <laughs> apparently they saw our media passes the second day and they're like, oh, your media? You can just show us those. You don't need to get your bag checked. And I'm thinking, okay, well, it's a good thing that, uh, they uh, there's no crazy members of the media because otherwise they'd be in trouble. Yeah, it's impossible. Um, yeah, I mean that did, did that did concern me when I saw that the the weapons that when you look at it close up, you know, obviously like, this is and a, that's not a real lightsaber. That's not, yeah, that's not a real lightsaber. That's not a real machine gun. It's plastic, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, All right, but but from a distance, obviously, you know, especially when you even take off the orange tip. You, you don't know for sure. And you don't know which objects are sharp and possibly dangerous. And which when there's ones. like people dressed as
1: SWAT. And I'm like, is that actually SWAT team? Yeah. Or is that like the
0: security here? Like, I don't know. Like- yeah, exactly. So there's always that little bit of confusion and safety right there. And I, I speak from this as a point of view of like a few years ago, going to uh, Phoenix Comic-Con and the guy who played the green Ranger, a guy had gone to the con to try to kill him with like Japanese throwing stars or something like crazy like that. Like there's, there's a crazy person He went to the con. I mean, luckily nothing happened. They locked down the entire con. It was kind of insane that day, the, you know, that day and a half left in the Phoenix comic con. But I mean, they're really kind of going off the goodwill of the people in Salt Lake city and, not all those people are from salt lake city so you can't really like say well we would never do that to our guests it's like no that's that's how bad things happen sometimes mm-hmm. so uh, that that was a little uh, that that did concern me a little bit the the two things that really concerned me about fan x at this point um yes the safety with the with the prop weapons and everything uh being a concern and also they say Wear a mask and then they don't really care if you do. They did say, like, when you were in the big panels, like, hey, everybody, make sure you put on a mask, please. Please. Yeah. And Can don't whistle. Do that? And, uh, and don't whistle because there's dogs that uh, uh, might freak out. Um, and, when, and unfortunately, I know of at least two people that got COVID after you and going me. To this con it was not us <laughs> <And> <laughs> I was I'm like, aware of, this would have been like unless big you have something to tell me nathan me. yeah
1: <laughs>
0: big reveal <laughs> no, i know two people I were fine we we nathan <laughs> and i obviously you know we wore a mask all the time you know going and you know whenever you entered the building that you know our masks were on um and of course we're vaccinated and everything so that's you know double protection yeah. layer and everything but yeah i mean i i, I it's it's concerning when, again, you're talking about the safety of the the celebrities that are there and who are just not wearing a mask because they want people – they know that people want to get a picture with them and they want to see that person's face mm-hmm. that they know. Um, it's concerning when I when I go like, gosh, I hope everyone's okay because, you know, when, when you know at least two people already that got COVID, you're like, what? What, who else got COVID there? Well, hopefully there were the only two. That would be- yes. Hopefully there was only two entire Salt Lake and we just Salt happened Lake to, know, just happened to know those two people. <laughs> um. Oh, well. Uh, no celebrities that we know have got, yeah. got a COVID, thank goodness, that we're aware of. Uh, but it does concern me. It, I, I have been checking out the, the 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 social links from those celebrities recently to go, you okay? You okay? Um, <laughs> uh, as far as I know, everyone's just fine. But again, little things like that do, do concern me, um, you know, just for all cons, not just for yeah. So I hope that hopefully next year, I mean, obviously we don't want COVID to be even a thought next year, but if, you know, things like that do happen, then I hope they're a little bit more strict when it comes to those types of things. Cause we mm-hmm. all want to have fun at a con, but we want to be able to do it safely. Do it safe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Nathan, uh I guess before we wrap up our little you know adventure conversation about uh Salt Lake Fanex and and all that is there is there any other words what would you recommend it for people?
3: How uh, many yeah, water I'd
0: towers would go. you give that? Ooh ooh. Let's get to our water tower rating. Okay, for both yes. uh Oh, let's do let's do for let's do for Animaniacs in concert first. How many okay. out, of, out of five? How many would you give Animaniacs in concert? Um, three. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it,
1: it depends on if it's like your second time seeing it or your first time seeing. It. First time, five. Second time, two. I don't know. Two. <laughs> so like it's three. going down I more. <laughs> i would say three. So it's in the ballpark. It's if you have not seen it, definitely see it. If you've seen it, you know.
0: You can probably
1: skip it, but
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I will give uh, yeah. For those people, if it was a first time, I'd say an absolute five. I'd say for repeat viewings, it goes down about a star or a star and a half. So I'd either go three and a half or four, uh, still mm. a great show, still fun, but yeah, exactly. Like I, I, I don't know if I would necessarily watch it every time it comes to town, but, uh, cause you know it's fine it's, but unless you want to see Rob and Randy which is always yeah great which is time. also great
1: if you can get like a Q&A with them too it's yeah like and I think that, that would have
0: so. definitely made it always mm-hmm. something different like uh, if if they could have at least done a Q&A at the end with but they didn't even sell the VIP ticket so yeah. it's kind of hard to say like which groups can stay well exactly okay and so now for FanX. Salt Lake's yeah
1: for what would you give that I that would, would give X. <laughs>
0: hmm I would give it, I would give it a three and a half out of five. A lot of fun, but again, some of my concerns are just with the, the the safety issues that I had mentioned, and honestly, just like as as much as I liked some of the panels that we went to, there was some times where I'm like, I like it when I go to cons and there's like two or three panels at the same time that I'm like, mm-hmm. I really want, oh should I go to this or this? I don't know. And I like that. I don't know what to go to. And I didn't really have that problem this time. It was like, well, there's this. And then we scroll down an hour or two later and, now there's this one thing. It's like, which, that one might be good. It might be yeah. good. It might be good. I'd rather have a few that might be good. And then. Yeah. Or like, especially... oh, this,
1: these both sound really good. Yeah. There's some hours where we're just like, none of these sound like worth going to. So we'll just walk around the floor. Luckily, the yeah. floor was so huge. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. Yeah. It was it was totally worth just kind of walking around. And... That's where like the Phoenix Comic Con, I felt like there was more panels, but maybe there was just more panels that I wanted to go to. <laughs> and,
0: that's, and that's the thing. So that's why I was like, is it twice as big or is it just the floor is bigger? Is, the floor it? was huge the four was huge and uh, a lot of nice people that's always a plus but Nathan what about you yeah I'll give three for the same reasons like I mean the costume just seeing
1: costumes is like an amazing thing but the panels I felt like were overall lacking although Twisted Tunes was makes it up for it almost so maybe I could almost give it an extra start and the great cosplay
0: at the end the, the cosplay event at the very end was amazing to see as well because those cosplayers mm-hmm. even we were watching we were only able to watch like the worst of it, ones. basically yeah, yeah we watched the, the, the like what do they call them the beginner level or whatever beginner or
1: something yeah it's the rookies we like, i don't know
0: this is beginner this is yeah like these <laughs> guys are really, <laughs> <amazing>. really good <laughs> so it was very impressive i mean so a lot of cool stuff to see and again if i could take any one thing away from it if you're going to salt lake Phoenix, crown burger hit that crown burger, then go to the con. Well, that'll do it for today's episode. I think we better get to some contact information. Nathan, where do people find you online? Uh, Joey, I'm on Twitter. Uh, DjangoFT. That's me. All right. And as for the Animaniacast, we can be found on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and a bunch of other places that I never update and everything like that. And of course, we also have our Patreon, patreon.com slash Animaniacast. You can become a patron can support our show and get a bunch of cool bonus audio and video and stuff (laughs) it's all over there and uh you can even get audio commentaries with animaniacs creator tom Ruker. that's right over there patreon.com slash animaniacast and of course we're a proud member of the retro zap podcast network we'd like to thank Joe, Tavano, and all the great people at RetroZap, because if it wasn't for all the great work that they do over at RetroZap, we wouldn't be able to go to Salt Lake Phoenix it's in the first place because we'd have uh, very little credentials. So <laughs> thank you for them. We're a proud member of the RetroZap Podcast Network. And of course, if you want to join the conversation, talk about anything pop culture, including Animaniacs or Star Wars or just Marvel or stuff... Head on over to the RetroZap Discord channel. You can by going get a welcome link by going to discord.animanicast.com. and uh, check out retrozap.com today for great articles and podcasts every single day of the week. Well, that'll do it for today's episode. So, for Nathan, this is Joey saying, good night everybody. Good night everybody.